What do you hear? What do you say? Serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the cubs run the north, but the bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is a special edition World Cup of the TCSF Podcast brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now as always i am big z and i'm here with my new guy yeah my new guy i got a i got a soccer guy finally on on the tcsf podcast el borrego welcome to the show brother what's up what's up what's up everybody it's your point el borrego thank you for the big shout out <laughs> i'm glad to be on the show um and i'm just glad to, to share some of my knowledge of soccer and some of my passion that i have of course for the sport with you all and um Gonna be doing some World Cup stuff with you guys for about a month because that's how long the tournament is. But I'm glad to be here. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, tell us about your soccer knowledge, man. I mean, did you play? Did you play uh, like little as a little kid? Did you play in high school? Did you play in college? What's up with that? Uh yeah. So actually, I've been playing soccer for like 18 years. You know, growing up in Pilsen, I remember there was only one thing that I went to, and it was soccer. It was either playing on the on the streets. You know, playing with my cousins. But yeah, I've been playing soccer for quite a while, you know. And one of my favorite teams, of course, uh, Club América. I don't know if anybody's familiar. Oh, man, we already started on a bad note, man. (laughs) Jesus, one team I don't like. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's been, it's it's something else having to play soccer, you know. And especially, it's a different feeling when, when you're playing with your cousins, you know, in the streets or stuff like that, you know. Like, I still remember playing outside of my grandma's house playing soccer. It's like some amazing memories that I made with my cousins back there. But yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Everybody knows that soccer is the number one sport in, in the world. And if you don't know, now you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's soccer. And then right behind it, it is basketball. So you know what? All you need is a hoop or a soccer ball. And guess what? You can, you, in, in a, in a basketball, you can, you can make a lot with little. That's pretty much what it is. It's a poor man's game. And not, they're not trying to degrade or anything. It's just literally that's all you need is a soccer ball, two garbage cans. Boom. Let's go. You know, you need a hoop and a basketball and a couple friends. Boom. Let's go. You don't need much equipment. And that, that's the biggest thing about soccer. And that's why it's one of the biggest sports in the world. So right now it's being showcased with the World Cup in Qatar. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's. It's about education at this point because there's a lot of people that don't know about soccer or don't know why it gets moved around every four years or whatever, you know. So we're going to educate everybody. We're going to bring everybody up to speed on the soccer tournament because today was the first day one of it. So by the time you hear this, it'll be day two. But we're going to update you and we're going to give you some previews on the on the following games. 
So if you're new to the show or it's your first time or long timer, please remember to subscribe, hit the subscribe button, hit the notify button, and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Shy Fans. I'm sorry, True Chicago Fans. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and IG as True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget you can support the show with a monthly subscription at Anchor. Dot fm backslash true chicago sports fans go over there and click on support you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month throw us your change man every you know i know everybody got change come on man throw us a little bit of change man all right El Borrego, i need you to get on that donkey and uh break it down brother go ahead gotcha gotcha uh well first and foremost i'm gonna say i'm really excited for this world cup as you know it started today we got Ecuador winning, of course, the first the first game 2-0, which was really a, a very controversial game. I mean, at least I would say, especially for the first part, you know, that first goal, you know, it was... It was taken back, right? They, they called yeah, it back? Yeah, it was taken back. Yeah, they, why they, why, why, why was it taken back? back? So, it was taken back because it was offside, and the, the fact that it's, like, controversial, it's because not many people are, like, familiar with, like, the exact, like, rule that FIFA has and like the World Cup specifically okay. and that's why they kind of called it offside is it, it kind of threw a lot of people off is it different at the World Cup rather than you know league play or you know house league play what, what's the what's the difference um to be honest I haven't like really like checked upon it but I have seen like different like games that this has happened before like I think it was a game for Chelsea and Spurs and they took away uh Harry Kane's goal because he was offside so so it's once the goalkeeper goalkeeper comes out like the offside like it qualifies as like the there's two defenders behind right and there's the person that scores a goal is only one person and there's only like it's, it's like a 1v1 basically and the goalkeeper's like outside like he went out for the ball like it's offside there it's it's pretty confusing. It's pretty confusing because if my understanding yeah. of offsides is like, if, for example, if I have the if I have the soccer ball, and I kick it to my forward or striker going ahead, he cannot be ahead of the defensive player when I kick the ball. So that you know, you put that line on on the soccer screen, like, hey, this guy was offside by the hair of his chinny chin chin, and now he's offside, and his goal doesn't count. That's my understanding of offsides, and that's probably the most I know about soccer when it comes to offsides. If they're changing the rules in World Cup, I mean, that's really going to fuck up a lot of people who barely understand soccer. Yeah, so the rule, the ruling says if the goalkeeper is the second last opponent and you're behind them, you'll be deemed as offside. So that's why they... they so the they goalkeeper came and moved forward towards, towards the offensive player. And at that point, the offensive player was ahead of the goalkeeper. Yeah, basically. And there was I mean, like that's offside. One, one, that's, yeah, yeah, there was only one more player behind there. So that's why like people were like thrown off. So, so essentially, like, so essentially, the goalkeeper can do that just to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah. Like if I'm yeah, I'm the goalkeeper and I see my defense getting is beat, then I'm just gonna step out there and then it's gonna be an offsides. Yeah. So, that's a and, dumb rule. Yeah, and what you said, like, yeah, that's what like so many people were confused about because that's like to the, to them to their understanding that's like what offsides is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who's the defending champion that's gonna defend their their championship? Uh, we got France defending their championship to big clubs, to big international teams. So. Yeah, we're talking about international, yeah. right? We're talking about World we got, Cup. We got international teams like Spain, Germany, Brazil, England, and Argentina. So those are the powerhouses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my favorites, Portugal. Which... Oh, man. Argentina's going to win it, bro. Argentina's <laughs> going to win it, bro. That's my team, man. Argentina's my team. I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican, and Argentina's my team. Hey, don't get me wrong. Argentina. 
Argentina is one of the favorites. Uh, they, the, every saying. year they're a favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, you got Messi and you got the rest of the, the gang that they just keep producing great yeah, yeah, soccer yeah. players over and over and over. And it doesn't like Di Maria and yeah, uh, the yeah. rest of the. The, the bunch that are there. Demer is like the old man on uh, with with the Messi now. You know, I remember when they were kids. So it, it's it's you know, they always keep producing, just like Brazil keeps producing uh, great players. Um, right, it right. just they just have a machine where you just turn out players. Doesn't matter. Hey, hey, you're in the mountains. You're playing over there. Hey, bro, come down over here. <laughs> we need some players. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. for me, it's always gonna be Argentina. If you want to go to Portugal, I I kind of know why you go for Portugal. I don't know. There's one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo, that's my guy best player in the world oh for me for me even Man. though the controversy around him with manchester united right now what, what's, what's going on with manchester united um well it's like a whole different story you know being a manchester united fan like you hear all type of stuff but especially this right now with like ronaldo it's like he like basically like just played and out just like spilled all like their secrets or like on, on like stuff you're not supposed to say like he called like the club hasn't changed and like they're like all turning his back on him like he basically called every, like called everybody a traitor in that club kind of basically like who's running the cause specifically the owners and like the owners is just like a whole different thing you know I like we could talk about that in another episode yeah we don't like talk about that in a different story. episode but at the same time like dude don't 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 bite the hand that feeds you Right. They're the one paying you the millions and millions of dollars over here. So you know what? They can easily trade you to to a, a crappy ass team, easily. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I kind I kind of agree with like the stuff Cristiano Ronaldo was saying. But I mean, like I said, like we could talk about that in a different episode. It's like a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. Like we could go into that, but yeah. Right, what what's um, some of the other soccer teams, some of the other countries that are on the radar that can make a little bit of noise, brother? Um, well, nobody really talks about like Netherlands, Canada, Croatia, and I would maybe even say USA. Really? I mean, the US? Yeah. You you put in the US and it can make a little bit of noise, huh? Yeah. I mean, you don't really know what to expect, but like they did like beat like Mexico, which are like the CONCACAF Giants, they beat them back-to-back in two consecutive, like, Man, that finals. doesn't mean shit. I mean, that doesn't mean shit, man. That's just right. a little tournament here that no right, one really right, cares right. about, man. I know. I get it. I watch <laughs> it. And everyone's was so excited. Oh, El Clasico, United States versus Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're playing in Atlanta or they're playing in the Estadio Azteca. It doesn't mean shit, bro. Both right, of those teams right, haven't won right. shit in forever, bro. And that's right. probably why they don't have that fan base that that's diehard just like, you know, I mean, Mexico does have a diehard fan base, but I'm saying, like, the U.S., it's growing, but, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like, if, if you ain't Spain, you ain't you ain't France, you ain't, you know, Portugal, you ain't Brazil, you ain't Argentina, man, you ain't nobody, man, until you win some World Cups, you ain't no, you, unless you win the World Cup or the Olympics, you ain't nobody, man. Right. Show me what you can do. And the United States didn't even qualify for the Olympics last time. They didn't even qualify for the World Cup. Uh, the last time oh, that's what i'm saying bro you can't win a chip if you don't you don't show up man right right and i think i think they should be using some of their more like uh young players because i think that's like the basis of like what's going to be like going on in the next few years like they're going to be taking over that that like yeah, role that we uh, a lot of the u.s players have aged out uh i forgot the name the guy that was in seattle the seattle uh seattle um what's the fucking mls team seattle 
I should know so, this, but uh, Sounders? Sounders? Sounders, yeah, 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 yeah Sounders. Uh, the forward, I forgot his name. Like, again, this is when I used to have season tickets for the Chicago Fires and all these players, but all these guys have aged out since, since you know, the last two Olympics, and we don't have a lot of known names on the U.S. team. You don't have, uh, like, what do we have? Landon Donovan and... and and the kid from from Seattle Sounders, and we had a bunch of good players, and then never, never did anything with it. So right now, uh, I don't see the U.S. making it pretty far, but I do. I think they might get out of the first round. So before we even get to that, let's talk about the different groups. Um, and let's start with Group A, man. What do you got for Group A? Uh, group A, we have Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands. Of course, we already saw the Ecuador Qatar game. Yeah, it was the first game of the tournament. Um, honestly. I'm going to give it to Netherlands taking the first place. Yeah. And then second, of course, Ecuador. I mean, Senegal, they could have made it. They had a good team. But I mean, Mane is like, I don't think he's 100% or like he's, I think he's out. I didn't double check on this, but I know he he got hurt before the World Cup started. Okay. So And that's like a core player to Senegal right now. Yeah. And, I, for their attacking force, so. and I think a lot of the problem is that the, that the World Cup is taking place as there is ongoing seasons these guys are still playing and uh um you know they're either starting their season or whatever they're mid- midway through their season and then they got to sh- uh, shift over to the world cup and you know a different dynamic a different team a different uh way of playing uh especially with different players so you got to build that chemistry and if you don't know who you're playing with that's a big deal and then you have guys that you you know they could be in mid-season form but then they get hurt and that's going to be a huge a huge factor in this world cup that you're going to see a lot of big players Either either playing with Nixon, uh, uh, you know, some kind of injury, or or won't be playing because of when this is taking place. Also, you got to take into fact that the weather, it is extremely hot out there. So you look for dehydration, you look for cramping. A lot of these guys don't um, are not adapting to that because um, they're getting there without a lot of time to adapt their bodies to. So uh, you got Qatar, you have Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. I am going to agree with you with Netherlands and Ecuador fighting for one and two. They should advance. Um, I, You know, everybody's like, oh, Qatar, because they're a hosting company, they sh- uh, company, hosting country, they should get far. And usually that is the fact, but I don't think, I mean, Qatar doesn't have a good team at all. They don't. They never yeah, had. Hey. Um, really the only reason they're on the map is because they're hosting. So uh, Senegal has always shown speed and uh, uh, pretty good defense, but I've never seen them score more than two goals a game. And then when they play anybody that's a, that's a powerhouse, they don't do anything. So look for Netherlands and Ecuador to come out of Group A. All right, let's switch off over to Group B. What you got? Gotcha. Uh, we have England, Iran, U.S., and Wales. Group for Group B, honestly, I'm going to give it to England. You know, they got, a, they got some really good young players. <laughs> that play in the Premier League, which is very prestige at the moment. Uh, we got Phil Foden, of course, Jude Bellingham, Mason Mount, Bukayo Saka, and, like, they got the veteran player. Who, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. He's, he's been killing it in Premier League, yeah. even though yeah. he doesn't really win as many trophies with Spurs because, you know, it's Spurs. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's it's important that they have that veteran player, especially as an attacker. He's going to be a crucial a crucial part of this team. Um, but yeah, I have England taking the first, and I'm gonna give it to USA. No, even the Wales, even the Wales is a good team. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna give it to USA. I think, but I think they're both gonna come in with the hunger of like trying to fight for a spot for the round of 16 since they both missed out in 2018 of the World Cup. They weren't there. 
but I'm honestly gonna give it to US. Even though like they haven't really shown me anything, either in those like two trophies that they beat Mexico in. But I mean, they do have some like all right players that can do some stuff like Christian Pulisic. And who, who else do we got in there? We got Sergio Best. We got Weston McKinney, you know, and the list goes on. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know anything about Wales. I really don't. Um, I, I just know it's a small country in the in the UK, part of Scotland, Wales, and England, all that crap. That's just my extent of knowing of Wales. I never heard them of having a great team, uh, of being competitive. They might have some teams like in Wales that do compete uh, in the leagues, but um, I don't. I don't. And, and Iran, I mean, it's just I've never taken anything serious as a soccer team from Iran. I just never seen. Uh, any of the teams compete in the last World Cup or even the the Olympics, uh, I've never seen them going far. In the U.S., it's always like, are they going to be good? Are they going to show up? You know, do they have the hunger? Do they have the heart? And I, again, not knowing many of the players, you have a lot of under twenty five, under twenty six players on the team. Uh, they 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 got something to prove. They right, they right. did it. They weren't their last uh, the last Olympics. Uh, and and, and oh, I'm sorry, the last World Cup. So you you've got to show out. So right, right. Uh, I, yeah, England is the powerhouse in Group B, um, and I don't see anybody else taking out the U.S. for the second spot. Um, yeah, I think I think the U.S. can literally be a point or two behind England. Um, they won't upset England, but you know I still see them taking the number two spot. Yeah, I mean Wales, they got some decent players like Gareth Bale, of course, very well known player. I mean, who else do they got? They got a bunch of like Premier League players that are typically great, like when they're doing when they're playing with their clubs. But yeah, but we've, we we've we've see, seen like, great players not show up in the World right, Cup. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. It's again, these guys have not played together for a long time. They may know each other, but they haven't played together because they're playing on different teams. Whether it is you know Premier League or, or whatever it may be, wherever they're at, you don't have that chemistry, and I don't think that. You know, a couple of weeks is, is, is enough for people to know each other, each other's tendencies, where to be on the, on, on the pitch. It, it's it's a big, it's a big transition is what I want to say. It's it's not as easy as it looks. It's not, you know, FIFA 23. I'm going to put my all-star team on, you know, I'm going to build it and I'm going to whoop everybody's butt. It doesn't work like that, people. It just sure right, doesn't. Right. So, um, all right, let's, uh, let's break down uh, Group C as we are. Uh, yeah, go ahead and break it down with Group C. Oh, we got Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. Honestly, I would say this is like one of the most interesting groups for me, especially because my team Mexico is in it, but also because Argentina. And I think it's going to be like a really like good game. Mexico, Argentina, it's going to be a really important game for the 100%. for the group. I think it's going to pull most of the attention, especially in that group. But I'm honestly going to give it to Argentina taking first place. Yep. And then Mexico, I mean, we, of course, Argentina, they have Leo Messi, which is participating in his fifth World Cup, which is, you know, historical. Ridiculous. 20 years, yeah. Right, right. And then we got Angel Di Maria. Yep. I honestly say he's a very important player, but very, like... Underrated. Yeah, underrated. And, like, nobody really gives him credit enough for what he does. He's been carrying that team for the last right, two World right. Cups. And especially, especially in when they recently won the Copa America trophy, I think uh -huh. Maria was like very important right there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then of course we got Mexico, the CONCACAF Giants. And honestly, what? Mexico, they, they've been underachieving these past few years. 
like they lost two consecutive titles to USA, like I've said before. But I mean, like I think like a big topic about this is like Tata Martino. Like he's like the main like I would say main issue with Mexico at the moment. Like the Argentinian coach, he hasn't really like shown us anything these past few months. What coach like, has shown you anything in Mexico? What coach? You you got a point. I mean, you got a point. You got a point. There's but no, I mean, there's no. I'm I'm being honest. Like this is why I stopped following Mexico. Like yeah, I watch them, but I'm like I'm not diehard Mexico when it comes to World Cup and 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 you know the Olympics just because they don't have the discipline. They play a different type of style when they're playing Concacaf, and when they play the, the real tournaments, they play completely different. And they, again, they leave out a lot of young players for the big names who don't right. do anything. These guys are like way older, they're like 35. Like, oh, I'm going to pay him. I'm going to play him for 27 minutes, 30 minutes. Why, dude? He doesn't have that. Put him in on the bench and bring him in towards the end of the game so he can finish the game. You have a lot of that BS going on in Mexico. Right, right. That's that's generally why I was mad, especially because he left out young Diego Linus, which has really proven himself when he's come to play like like international friendly games. Like he's mm -hmm. been there, he's yeah. shown himself, and then we also got uh, we also got Santi Jimenez. Like, uh -huh. He's been killing it in yeah. Europa League, and yep. like and it's a tournament like right below the Champions League, so it's like up there. So I I generally don't don't understand how he wouldn't pick like a top goal scorer. And has doing and is doing well in like a tournament and a league in Europe. I I would think is very important. And then we also he also left out like a very like recognizable name. Like I think he would have been important, I guess. But I think Javier El Chicharito, El Chicharito Hernandez, pardon, pardon that. But yeah, he's been killing the MLS, and that's not saying right. a lot because MLS is is below every every fucking league in the world. But. It doesn't matter. The, the the kids was on a national team. He played for the Olympics. He played the, uh, 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 on the World Cup. You, he's shown that he can be explosive and he can be a difference maker. Why not have this guy on there? Right, right. I, I honestly don't understand why he didn't take Chicharito. Like, why would he take Funes Mori? Like, no offense. Funes Mori, he's a great player. But in the Liga Mekis, what I've seen him score is only, like, sometimes cheap goals. Don't, don't get me wrong, guys. But... I feel like Chicharito would have been more crucial, especially because of ex his experience. And he's just, he knows when to be explosive and, and whatnot. Yeah, Chicharito, and, I remember seeing him and, and he was like the young kid. And he's like, oh my God, we got Chicharito. He's going to be explosive. And they put him out there and it's like, they right. double teamed him and that was it. He couldn't do anything. And now that he's been, you know, he's a veteran now of, of you know, 15 years now you're looking at this guy who's also adapted his game he's like okay i don't need to be explosive enough i know how to how to manage the game i can ball control and and delegate and pass this ball up so that way because i know these guys are double teaming me i get rid of the ball boom these guys are open i can slide in and pick up the scraps he understands now that he's older that he doesn't have to do everything and that that comes with maturity so why not bring this man up who's who has the pedigree who has the experience put him on the team right right and then he brought up Jimenez like don't get me wrong I love Jimenez especially because he played for my club America but yeah but like since his since his injury like in Premier League like his level just been declining and I mean I understand that I don't fault him but like he even said it himself like if I'm not 100% I would rather give up my spot like makes I mean, sense he that, said, that's he a professional exactly like that but he's he basically was was saying that that's and a I professional mean, it's right he's he's a professional for for saying that like i think it's important to like to like bring other players who are healthy instead of instead of jimenez like 
I wouldn't have left. I would have maybe sat down Jimenez for this World Cup. Like, honestly, I don't think he's ready. And like another like example of this would be like when Cristiano Ronaldo, like he was injured, but he played through it. Like, don't get me wrong. They'll, they'll I mean, that's different. That's, that's like on, that's like Michael 100%. Jordan playing through the flu game. Even 70% of Michael Jordan right. is better than the rest of the league. So right, right, when right. he's playing, he's going to make a difference, and he can always play decoy even if he can't run or, or if he can't strike. He still can play decoy. So well, what about anybody on the uh, on the Chivas, bro? Anybody on the Chivas? Um, um, I, I, mean, I mean, we got we got Alex Alexis Vega. Uh huh. I mean, uh-huh. he, I mean, he's, uh-huh. he's, I, I would say he's pretty important since Tecatito's not there. So uh-huh. I mean, I think he's pretty important. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta give him your little shit, man. You gotta, yeah, yeah. gotta cheer no, for no, my honestly, team. Honestly, oh, no, honestly, Alexis Vega, he's good. What I've seen, what I've seen, he's. I mean, he's proven himself in La Liga Mekis and in and in, uh, international friendlies. So I think he's like gonna be like a very important key to Mexico's success in this World Cup. What about Atlas? Atlas, who do you got from Atlas? I don't even know, man. I know, I just know they're in my state, man. I know they're all para Jalisco. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't. I don't think they got anybody from because most of the players I've seen they got was from it was either from Tigres, uh-huh. from Monterrey, yep. a little bit from America, and then a couple from Chivas, of course. I think what was his name? El Piojo, I believe so. That I might be right. That might be right, El Piojo. Yeah, but I don't really think they got many players from Atlas or even any. I mean, they got they got Jorge Sanchez. But um, he, he used to play for America, but now he plays yeah. over there in Europe. We got Guillermo Choa. I mean, yeah, he's your goalie for the last 20 years. I bet yeah. he better be there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't really think they got anybody else. I don't even think they got anybody from from Atlas. It's all good. They got, it's they, all got, good. they got some from, from Cruz Azul, I think. Of course, Cruz Azul is a good team. Yeah, I don't think they that's got a, many. Yeah, so I, I just know some of these teams. I don't watch a uh, full Mexican soccer league all the time, but I just know like my friends are du- super duper into it, and you know I hear it in passing. I pick up some stuff from there. So um, you know my team is Las Chivas, and then I have a couple of friends that are Atlas, and and you know Los Pumas, and all this and that. So I pick up a little bit here and there. So you know I you know I'm a little bit of a soccer head by a, by uh, osmosis. So. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more of your World Cup breakdown. We have Group D, E, and F, G. There's a lot of letters to go through. We'll be right <laughs> back after these messages. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, what's up? This is Lux Cruz from Jungle AE Recording Studios and Illinois Media School. And you are now listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. 
Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with Big Z and El Borrego. That's right, a special edition of the World Cup. We're going to break everything down. So welcome back. We broke a little bit down, but we didn't put our, our stamp on the last two groups. So um, let's look at the couple, this, these two groups, Group B and C, and, and, and put a bowl on those. We have England, Iran, USA, Wales, Senegal, Netherlands. All right, give me your three winners. Um, of course, for for Group A, we have, of course, Netherlands and Ecuador. Those two are going to qualify. And then we have England and the U.S. passing. And then for Group C, I'm going to give it to Argentina and Mexico. All right. So those, those are your winners. We're looking at the games. We have, uh, as this post tomorrow, we have England versus Iran, uh, Senegal versus Netherlands, USA versus Wales. Who are your winners there? give it to england for sure they're Mm -hmm. always going to be iran and then i got three one england three one england yeah i I think they put they put a hurting in iran i want to i want to say they're gonna go either two zero or three zero i think they let one go but it's all right all right moving on what do you got netherlands senegal um, I think I'm gonna a, give it to I'm gonna give it to Netherlands. Yeah, I think that's that's a one zero two zero. Yeah, yeah, I want to say one zero or two zero. And I think USA Wales it, Wales is gonna be a one goal difference. It might be three to two, it might be two to one, or one zero. I think it's a one goal difference. It just depends on what team shows up for USA. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's gonna go. I want to say USA to be honest. Probably like. 3-2 like you said or 2-1 yeah it's going to be a one goal I think it's going to be a tighter yeah, game yeah. than most people expect uh, I think Wales is going to show up and, and, and try to put their stamp on, on what the world is seeing alright switching over to group C you got Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico Poland, Denmark, Tunisia uh, France and Australia let's start with the first and most uh, popular team the Argentinians that's right what do you think um, Argentina obviously they're going to win that I want to say Mm, 2-0 or 3-0 to be honest yeah yeah I'm gonna agree with you I, th- I think it's a high scoring game I think they put up three to four goals on Saudi Arabia and put a put a hurting on everybody and let everybody know that they're here to dominate uh let's move over to Denmark to, uh Tunisia um I'm gonna give it to Denmark either 2-1 or 2-1 or or either a tie, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I think, I'm, yeah, I think Denmark's going to take it. To be I, I think I think you're looking at a one goal difference again in this game. I think Denmark wins one zero. It'll be a tight game. Um, again, I can see a tie, but I'm going to go with Denmark on that one too. All right, we got France and Australia. You got the defending champs, and you you got the Aussies. What do you think? Um, I still think France might get cold feet on the first game. Do you think so? But- okay. Yeah, I, I do because like there's like this whole like thing with the courage hangover, especially right. No, no, yeah, especially like <sighs> since they recently won, like there's there's like this thing like people say like there's the curse of the World Cup. Like whoever wins the next year, they don't make it out of the group stage. I think they might get cold feet or not, but I think it, it would be either two one France or or I want to say three one two one or three one. I was sneezing over here. I was I was coughing and sneezing <laughs> over here. Sorry. Uh, I said I'm going to take the upset of Australia taking out France at a two to one. Um, just cause, like you said, it, they have the hangover. They have a lot of players, but I still see they have a lot of injuries as well. So uh, I would go with Australia two to one. And then our famous game, the game of Archer 
Starcher Avenue, Mexico versus Poland. Nobody will be working on Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon for that fact. Mexico versus Poland. Uh, how do you think this game shapes out? Right, right. Um, honestly, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to to Mexico. To be honest, ooh, it's I, I I do say it's gonna be a tight game, especially because the two sides do like play very well and they play yep. before. Yep. And of course, Poland they have the very well known Robert Lewandowski, which is an amazing striker, and mm. I think he can really do some damage to Mexico. But I think Mexico will get the upper hand here and maybe win either two one. 2-1 or 3-2, to be honest. It's going to be a tight game. Right? I, I think it's a tie, man. I think it's a tie. I think these tie? two teams are, are equally matched, and they have the equal okay. amount of power and, and, and defense. I, right. I think that the um, it, they're just so evenly matched for me. I don't see somebody coming out on top, so I do see okay. a tie coming out of this. Uh, so uh, just to break it down again, we talked about Group C. Uh, who is your winner coming out of Group C, uh, first and second place? Uh, first and second place, of course. I'm going to give it to Argentina and then Mexico. Group Ooh, C. Ooh, you, you're saying you're saying Mexico is going to beat out France for the second spot? I'm sorry, oh, that's Group no. D. My bad, that's Group D. Nah, you're so right, you're my bad. So we're talking about Argentina and Mexico for Group C. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Argentina's the favorite to win. Argentina is one of the favorites to win the World Cup. So obviously, I'm going to give them the first place. Right, spot. right, and right. And then Mexico, they haven't like really like court. I, I I wouldn't say they've been doing so well, particularly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give them second place, even though Poland is a great team. Yeah. All right. Group D. We got Group D. Who's coming out of Group D? Um, I want to say for sure France and Denmark. Yeah. I I don't know how they end end up like standing. But I will say Denmark and France and then Australia for sure is going to get third place and then Tunisia fourth place. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You don't know which team is going to show up, either Denmark or France. You don't know who's going to deal with the injuries the best. But I, yeah, I, I, I see Denmark last uh, World Cup and they dominated very well. Uh, and then they ran into a buzzsaw. But for, like you said, France, France is that team that's got the hangover and they, they've got to they got to shake that off. So right, right. Um, I do see them two winning one and two. Um, and then we got to move on to the next grouping, which is Group E. We have Spain, Costa Rica, uh, Alemania, and Japan. So Alemania is Germany, people. Come on, get with it. Uh, <laughs> Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. All this is I probably this is probably one of the tightest groups. Right, right. Um, obviously, I'm gonna give it to Germany, and who else? What? What? Give it to? I want to say second place will be taken by. By Spain for sure. I mean Germany, they do have some great players like Kai Havertz, which has been doing amazing for international games. He's he scored twenty one goals and assists in his last twenty two games with Germany. Wow, which is pretty amazing. And of course, they also have Thomas Mueller. They got Jamal Musiala, Antonio Rudiger, and Leroy Sané, which all great players mm-hmm. and speed, speed, especially from Sané. And of course, they got the returning man from who scored the final the final goal in the 2014 final, Mario Gotze. I I think you probably remember him, don't you? He mm-hmm. scored that last oh, yeah. that last goal. Um, but Spain, of course, they got some young players who have been doing well with their clubs. We got Gavi, Ansu Fati, Nico Williams, and Pedri, all great players. And in third, Costa Rica, and then followed by Japan. Honestly. 
I might be wrong about Japan getting getting poor. Japan picks, is a sleeper, man. Japan yeah, is right, a sleep. Right. They play tough right. and they play dirty, man. I, every time Japan's in there, man, they're they're fighting for their lives and they're right, knocking right. people down. I don't think they get enough respect that they should. Um, I I really think it's going to be a tighter race. I I do see everybody beating up on each other. I think everyone's going to take a loss from each other, and it's going to come down to the last couple of games uh, to determine who's going to be one and two. I think everyone's going to have a chance. I really, again, this is this is going to be the tightest race in, in the groups, and I think uh, um, I think Germany comes out on top with Spain at the uh, as second, but Japan and Costa Rica are no joke. Um, right, right. Yeah, so don't take them lightly. So, all right, let's move on to Group F. We have Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Um, for Group F, obviously I'm gonna give it to to Belgium, even though they haven't shown me much, but they 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 do have some great players. They got Kevin De Bruyne, which is an amazing midfield midfielder in the Premier League. Of course, he plays for Manchester City. We got Yannick Carrasco, Romelu Lukaku, an amazing striker, and then we got Courtois, which is an amazing goalkeeper playing for Real Madrid. And we got Leandro Trossard, who mm-hmm. who has had an amazing season for Brighton so far, and. I want to give second place to Canada. Wow. They wow. they are an, they are an amazing international team. So of course they got Alfonso Davies, which don't get me wrong. The man's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we got um Jonathan David, which is a young a young buck who has scored 12 goals and assists in 15 games, played for League One Celilia, and is also part, of course, the can the Canadian side. So we'll see what they bring. I I, I do think. For Canada, the key thing will be the young players. Wow, you I, I don't see Canada doing that, man. I really don't. No, no I actually, got actually, I got actually, Canada, I got yeah. I got Belgium and Croatia, man. I, I don't see Canada being one really? of those tough teams. Man, they're they're too nice, man. They're too nice. I don't know. Canada's Canadians are too nice, man. I don't see that fight. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to hockey, they got that down. But soccer, mm, right, I right. don't think so, man. I I, I, I mean, see Croatia creeping up upon them. Yeah, I mean I mean Canada is I honestly think they, they can do something. So many people don't think they can, but I think they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But I mean, Croatia is an amazing international team as well. They got Lukao yeah. Mojic, of course, some amazing midfielders. So we'll see how that goes. I want to say Belgium for sure. They'll, they'll get first place. Mm-hmm. And then Canada and Croatia, that's going to be a tight one though. But I will, I will, I, I want to give it to Canada to be honest. But I mean, Croatia right. did play. All right, that's all right. It, it's on record, bro. It's on record at this point. So if you're wrong, <laughs> you're wrong, bro. It's all good. I'll call you out on it. All right, let's move on to the last two groups. We have Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Obviously, you're looking at Brazil, and for me, second place will be Switzerland. Uh, I gotta agree with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Serbia. I mean, they did. They, they, they've been playing pretty. Good. They are good, but, but I still think Brazil, Switzerland takes it. Brazil, of course, they're gonna take first place because they have young players like Anthony, who plays for Manchester United. We got Vinicius Junior and Neymar, amazing striker Neymar. We got Allison, like many like different players that I think are gonna be like important to the Brazil squad. And I think, we, I mean, they're the they're the, honestly Brazil's like the top top favorite to win the World Cup this year. So. I will give them the first place and then second place Switzerland. They do, they do have an amazing team, but I I will say it's gonna it might be like a close run. Like it's gonna be like a neck and neck competition in this group for Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Yeah, I, I mean this is this is one of those groups that's gonna be up in the air. I mean, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. I, Cameroon I don't think has has the staying power 
Um, Serbia, I think, will run out of gas. And then Switzerland's been there every year, just hasn't been able to get over the hump. And then you have, you know, Brazil, the the, the big dog in, in that group. Um, I don't think – I think Brazil might have one game as a letdown where they might not take somebody as serious. But I still see Brazil and Switzerland uh, coming up on top in Group G. All right, last but not least, we have Group H. Yes, we're going down the alphabet, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, that is H. And it has Portugal, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. Uh, for myself, you know what? I'm going to pick a sleeper. I got Portugal taking second place with South Korea taking first. Really? Okay. Hey, man, so yeah, you got to pick some spoilers right, and win right. some money, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but I honestly think I'm going to go with Portugal first place and uh, Uruguay coming second place. Okay. I mean, this is going to be an interesting game, you know, between these two giants. Like they played before, especially as some may remember in the 2018 World Cup, they played in the round of 16. Mm -hmm. And Uruguay, mm -hmm. of course, they came on top in extra time. So I think it's definitely going to be an interesting group when it comes to like Portugal and Uruguay. And I think also Ghana and Uruguay. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think many people remember for this was in 2000, 2010 in the quarterfinals when Luis Suarez used his hand to stop his shot and then go in the last minute of the second half. And it led. Uh, towards a penalty for Ghana and then they eventually missed it and they went to PKs where Ghana eventually lost so this is going to be an interesting game Ghana Uruguay but I mean Portugal they do have some very amazing players Rafael Leao who is a young 23 year old left wing forward who plays for AC Milan and is part of course the Portugal squad and then we got João Cancelo, Otavio, Bernardo Silva, and so on. And then Uruguay, of course, they have that amazing leadership of Luis Suarez and yeah. player Edinson Cavani. So I do think this is going to be an interesting group of Portugal and Uruguay for sure. Ooh, Portugal and Uruguay. All right. All right. I'm going I'm to pick the sleeper with South Korea. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, I, you're not going to win them all. And you might as well throw a sleeper right, in there. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, man, we've got that on the, on the thing. So, um, and, and, you know, what we're going to be on multiple times and get this podcast turned around as soon as possible, as soon as we record, we're going to put that out there for you people to listen to. So um, stay tuned. We're going to keep talking about soccer. We're going to keep talking shit to each other because, you know, we're on opposite sides on, you know, you know, he's over there and being America, I'm over Chivas, I'm Argentina, he's Portugal, you know, we're going to talk shit about each other. It's all good, man. But one thing is that the World Cup comes every four years and one thing is for sure that people come together to watch the world's game and tell you the, tell you the truth right now i'm super excited about soccer and I, there's two times i watch soccer and it's going to be the olympics and the world cup and for me this is an exciting time to watch soccer and if you're not into soccer get into it go join go go one of those soccer balls and i tell you right now as soon as you go you're going to be hooked because it is non-stop action it is non-stop cheering and these people are fanatics man all right uh el borrego where can they find you on social media brother on social media uh, of course you can find me on instagram my instagram is let me just pop it out for y'all the boy underscore the the underscore boy underscore johnny seven sorry it's very complicated or you guys can also find me on facebook uh, my name is johnny vega if you guys want to go uh, add me or something of course and 
Uh, I'm going to just throw some little last thoughts for y'all. For sure. Uh, the winner, of course, is going to be Brazil. They're going to win the, world, the whole thing. I honestly think Brazil is going to win the whole thing. I mean, uh, it's interesting. I don't know what you're smoking, but you might as well pass that <laughs> over here, bro. And then runner-ups, we got Portugal and Argentina, which I honestly think Argentina is definitely a runner-up. I think but Portugal as well because of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's swinging on somebody's, you know what. <laughs> and then the the... the the player that's going to score the most goals, I think it's either going to be Mbappe or Neymar. Or, of course, Mbappe, you know, amazing player, but big ego. And then Neymar, of course, he has Brazil, which they're all fast paced. So, and especially the group they're in. And underachievers, for sure, Belgium. I think they might not make it past around the 16 or even there. But I, yeah, they will make it there, but they probably won't make it out of the round of 16. And then overachievers, Portugal. I think they'll make it far in the tournament. And those are my last thoughts for y'all. Man, you must be smoking good <laughs> stuff over there. I'm going to tell you right now that you you picked up some good stuff at the dispensary because there's no way, no way Brazil <laughs> wins this, nor Portugal. I mean, I don't know what you're smoking over there, but it's going to be Argentina. That's right, Argentina. Argentina all the way, brother. Okay. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see we'll see all right ladies and gentlemen you can follow me on instagram at uh big z underscore 606 media or uh follow us on 606 uh media on instagram as well so 606 underscore media underscore group uh follow us there we're gonna be talking share we're gonna be talking about football uh you know i love soccer i love football and we're gonna talk about this for you know the next month month and a half we'll see how far we can keep doing this so all right y'all everybody thank you for listening a big thank to our sponsor 606 media true chicago sports fans and great clothing company don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official tcsf podcast t-shirt Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official shirts now. Shout out to our, our newest show uh, in the 606 lineup, The No Water on the Weekend with Steven and Sean, a pop culture forward podcast that double that dabbles in funny, funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episode every single Monday. The Bulls are back. That means that the 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Shy Native Entertainment present the All Net Podcast. Make sure to check out the All Net Podcast with Mike Logic and Ideal every at their after every Bulls game uh, for all the breakdown and analysis. So uh, we have a lot of lot of shows, a lot of different people, and we want to highlight all of them. So. Thank you all you guys for the 606 Media family. Lastly, shout out to Ronish Panic and Serious Beats and custom made for the beats we're playing on today's show. Check out panicontheBeat.com for your moment merch and gear. So uh, check us out on social media, True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, IG, and Spotify. Reach us out, reach out to us on an email. We want to hear from you. Reach us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all, for, uh, for El Borrego, this is Big Z. We'll see you next time for some more football. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.